Boss Man Show. Louisiana Tech's head coach, Eric Conker, with me, 14 and 5 on the year. Playing real well. Got a trip to Denton, Texas, to play North Texas. And Grant McCaslin here on, up this weekend. Coach, how you guys doing at Conference USA, man? I see you playing really, really well out there, man. Well, we, we've hit a good stretch here. And, um, you know, Conference USA is a real beast. There's a lot of really good teams in there. And we've got a, a good games coming up with North Texas. But happy with the way we've progressed. Um, we've got a lot of upperclassmen on our team, guys that have experienced a lot here at Louisiana Tech, but have been put into elevated roles this year and have got into a little bit of a rhythm. And so hopefully we can just keep finding ways to get better and, and play well. And Coach, having a veteran team is very key because you guys were gone for so long after the pandemic hit us and having guys who know your system, had to help you when you put stuff in and getting ready to get ready for this year, knowing you'll be you don't know what's going to happen from day to day with COVID texting and canceling games. So having veterans, how key was that for you this year, Coach, knowing that you guys had that backbone on guys to watch the system already. We won't really put nothing in new here. I, I think it's so, so important every year, but certainly in this year, guys knowing what to expect, um, having that type of trust and that relationship with each other and the coaching staff. Uh, we've had nine returners from last year's team. And, uh, you know, just going through everything that we've had to go through to be safe, to be able to play, to be able to just function as a college basketball team and for them to function as college students, um, having that type of experience in our campus, I think, has been really important. And, Coach, having your men go from on campus to virtual, I know I would suck at that, Coach. <laughs> I need to be in person. So how is it for your academic advisors and your assistant coaches to help your young men get through that, navigate the virtual world and keep their grades up and make sure everything academically was still in the way it needs to be? Because, you know, that's the main thing they hear, the good education for you guys as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, graduation is absolutely expectation here. And, and pursuing excellence in the classroom is really important. And last spring when our conference tournament was canceled and we spent just a few days back on campus before uh, guys going into their homes and separating, uh, class going virtually was an adjustment. And we just really tried to help them as best we could to stay organized. It was new for the university, obviously, to tr be trying to navigate all that. Uh, we have a little bit of a mixture now with um, some classes online, some that are very limited in person with small, small classes. So it's a little bit of everything. And we're just trying to, again, help our guys with great information and uh, of what it is that they need to do, still have tutors for everybody, all that type of stuff. So our guys have done a nice job, though, of, of staying on top of everything. Now, Coach, having your guys away from you, man, for March for a long, long while there, how are you trying to stay connected? I feel like that's so key of a team. When things are going negative around you with a pandemic, being connected is very key. So how did you guys go about being connected while you was away from one another all summer long there? Well, we, we spent time doing what we're doing right now. We, we were on Zoom. Uh, we'd go uh, team uh, Zoom calls that some would have some information, but it was just good to see everybody, and it turned into – uh, a lot of jokes and a lot of different stories about what's going on back at their place or what they saw on TV or any good movies or what, what series they were watching on Netflix or anything else. And then there was a lot of just conversation between themselves. And then, of course, I know me personally, I was FaceTiming and just reaching out to guys one-on-one, -on -one, just seeing how they're doing, um, how they're doing at home, how's their family doing. So we've got, a, a I think, a really good family atmosphere here. Uh, Appreciate our guys very, very much for all their dedication, sacrifice, and just more than anything, just appreciate them as people. 
And I know once you got those guys back, Coach, it's probably just chomping the bit to get on that court again. So how was trying to keep those young men from going too hard, too fast? Because I know them guys was, was like Case Adams, man. I want to get on this court again, Coach, and ball, man. How was it trying to keep those guys, kill them? Hey, we got to do a step-by-step process, take it slow and not go too crazy too soon. Well, it felt like Christmas came early back in <laughs> July when we got everybody back. Uh, we finished our season in March. We were gearing up to play in the conference tournament. Uh, our game got canceled the morning of, and then it was several months until July. We had four newcomers to come along with nine returners, and um, it was just great to get back out there. We did take a little bit of a slow roll just to make sure nobody did anything too quick, too soon. We had to get back in shape, but it was just great to have everybody back together. I hear that, Coach, and I think being in Ruston helps because, you know, it's not a big town. It's not a big city, so you just, it's about basketball and family, right? So dealing with this COVID thing, being in a smaller college town can help you not, you know, do nothing, have the temptation to go out and do something crazy in Atlanta. Like, you know, here in Atlanta, you can go, go out and have a good time. But in Ruston, it's about tech and basketball at school, man. So do you think having been in a smaller town helped your guys not have temptation to go out and go out and go have fun like a college kid would usually do because that's their age bracket to do that, right? So how was it knowing that you're in a small, small town like well, we've got guys that are really committed towards being great. And, and that's why you come here, uh, get a great education, but then also try to pursue some level of greatness athletically and, and have a great time doing it. It's a college environment, Grambling State University is just four miles down the road. Um, so we've got uh, just an environment where you've got these student athletes on our campus that whether it's football, baseball, uh tennis, soccer, softball, whatever it might be, people are trying to pursue the best versions of themselves. And you come to town and, and you're just really trying to be committed to and focused on what, what can I do to get better? No doubt. And, and speaking of that, that you're talking about the town, because when you're recruiting, I know you want to be see a kid's family face-to-face -face and to get to know them. How was that recruiting via Zoom? Because you signed your 21 class, your 22 classes via Zoom, trying to do that, man. How's that been for you? Is this something you'll keep on doing beyond this year going forward? Well, I think anytime that you have to be creative and, and figure out something, you can use that information down the road. And we absolutely will. Uh, we look forward to the time where we can meet with people face-to-face. -face. I can't wait when the time comes that I can come back into a gym and visit with a family, a coaching staff, watch a young man play in person, but we just weren't able to do that. So we spent, thankfully, a lot of time early evaluating young men, uh, knew of the guys that we signed. We signed three young men in the 21 class back in November, but we spent an awful lot of time on FaceTime and Zoom with them and their family. And, and just trying to get to know them the best way they could. Some of them made uh, trips to campus where we couldn't see them, but we gave them a guide so they could do their own tour. It's just, uh, it's a challenging time, but it, it allowed us to be creative. Uh, and we'll use some of those things down the road. And I'm pretty sure your wife and kids will have to see you at home because you don't have on the road after, after a game on off day. You're not out recruiting. As I know the wife and kids love seeing you at home more now with, with having a dead period where you can only do it on Zoom right now. Well, that, that has been the, the real silver lining this whole thing. Um, you know, the time spent, I've never spent that many consecutive days at home, um, that many days without being on the road, uh, recruiting or games or, and so forth. So, you know, I've got uh, a wife and two kids. My two boys are nine and 11 now. And, and so we, we spent a lot of time in the backyard working on their game. And, 
in other games as well. But just that that's been the silver lining of this whole thing. And now, uh, Coach, for, for for your team this year, man, uh, you got a great record. So, and you you kind of building towards that that March peak. So, as you play these games, man, how how you keep your guys motivated, knowing that you have to really peak hard in that March tournament there that you got to have because you don't want to peak too soon. So, how's that been trying to focus on? Is this get getting better day by day as the wins come? Yeah, I think wh whether you win or lose, you're just focused on trying to get better. And and every every single person in life can improve no matter how old you are. And we're just trying to do that every single day. It comes with great challenges and, and different things in the environment that we're in right now. But uh, I give our guys a lot of credit for their focus and determination. Of course, we, we're playing back-to-back -back nights in Conference USA. We play Friday and Saturday. So we really spend the week not only on ourselves and our opponent, but just an overall idea of how do we get better this week? and let the score take care of itself as we continue on this journey together. How do you feel as a being coach to prepare for one opponent rather than two that kind of on a one-day prep for the second opponent? How has it been to prepare from Monday through Thursday just on one opponent this year? How has that been? It's been different, but, you know, one of the things that it allows us to do is it gives us a little bit more time to focus on us. Um, normally, we play Thursday, Saturday, with that Friday being completely just focused on our Saturday opponent. This year, we've used Monday to uh, spend a lot of time cleaning up and getting better at some of the things that we didn't do so well uh, on the Saturday or the weekend before. Tuesday, we're spending a lot of time on individual skills, um, you know, shooting, passing, dribbling. And then Wednesday, Thursday is really a lot of our game prep for the weekend ahead. And with just playing one team, but knowing that any adjustments that we make from game to game really has to be prepared for during the week. So we're working on a lot of different things. Um, it's kind of increased our playbook. Some of the things that we do defensively, some of the just ideas that we might have or things that we can see. How fun is the strategy of knowing you got to play the same team back to back nights? Because do you, do you save some on night one that you can use on night two as a surprise adjustment? You know, kind of that chess cat and mouse game has to be kind of fun for you as a coach, something different that you haven't done probably in a long time. So how's, how's that been for you? I know that has to be fun for a lot of guys, actually. Yeah, I, I think there's um, there there is some of that. Part of it is you just can't use everything in one game. But at the same time, uh, you know, we're trying to do everything we can to win the first night. You try to win every game you play. So it's not like you're trying to save anything. But naturally, there's some adjustments that you may be able to make. You have to be able to rely on your experience, um, whether it's how you guard a ball screen or what type of actions that you're using offensively. And then you got to be ready for whatever the other team might throw at you. No doubt. And also recovery for your players. Because, you know, if you play a guy too many minutes on night one, I know you're going to win that game. But, you know, think about that night two, they don't, they don't gas out. I know covering the Atlanta Hawks, you know, I know on back-to-back -back nights sometime in the second half, the guys are dead and we lose the lead and the game goes away. So just kind of managing minutes on night one and the night two, knowing you got to make that run the second half. How's that been for you and your staff? Kind of make sure guys are refreshed enough to make that last push on that last night, second half of that game. Yeah, and there's really a couple things that we've tried to do. And, and, and for us, it's managing the workload for the entire week um, and, and taking a look at almost like a, a pitcher of water. There's only so much that we can do the entire week. And how do we formulate that so that we're at our best on Friday and Saturday? And then on top of that, we're trying to play with a, a deep roster. Uh, we're playing nine and 10 guys most nights. 
Um, some more minutes than others, but we're trying to manage that the best we can. Of course, trying to win the game the first night, but if we can do it in a way where you're getting contributions from a number of guys, uh, I think depth is always important, but especially on back-to-back -back nights. And, Coach, I'm looking at your standards in your conference, man. It's a tough out, you know, every night who you're playing. You know, I mean, from top to bottom in your league, man. Tell us about just how tough his coaches. He's great. Coach, you coach like Rick Stansberry, Andy Kennedy's in the league now as well, Grant McCaslin, Rodney Terry, all these guys that, that Nick McDevitt in Middle, Middle Tennessee, just tough guys every night. Jay Ladner. So talk about how deep your league is for coach-wise and talent-wise. Every night has a, a battle, whoever you go up against. Yeah, Conference USA is a great league, and you play in some terrific basketball environments. Of course, it's a little different this year, but these are basketball-rich, tradition-rich programs, and we're spread out around the country. Um, you get to travel, see different places, and go against some really good players, terrific coaches, um, just great basketball programs. So we, we talk about iron sharpening iron all the day in practice, and we definitely do that against each other in Conference USA. That's one for you, Coach. This is what I want to ask you, man. You kind of mentioned it. What was your quarantine hobby? You know, I know it's with your, with your boys and your, and your wife and family, but what was your hobby besides, you know, just hanging out at the house, man? What did you do? Mine was playing the guitar. I learned how to do that over quarantine. So what was yours? That's great. Well, I tell you what, I tackled some of the to-do lists that I've had over the years <laughs> that I haven't gotten to. I did a couple of things. I'm, I'm, I'm dangerous enough with a hammer uh, that I can make some things good, some things not so good. But um, I, I actually spent a lot of time getting in shape. We, we, got, a, we got a Peloton over okay. quarantine and dove into that. Many of our guys on staff had it. We rode against each other, friends from different places, just try to connect with people as much as possible. So I did, I did my best to get in, get in good shape. Oh, yeah, hey, Coach, it's very important. When you're at home, man, you get to eating, having that good Louisiana food, man. I tell you, you can get to catch up with you real fast, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right about that. This this place right here, because I was also trying to take get takeout from all the local restaurants, and I needed to combat it with some bike riding and something. <laughs> oh, yes, Coach, I know what you mean, man. I'm with you there, buddy. Hey, Coach Conkle, thank you for your time. We'll talk to you again, buddy. Oh, we got to do this again real soon, man. Best luck to you guys against Grant McCallison in North Texas this, this week, man. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's always good to be with you. Anytime, Coach. Be good. See, see you soon, man. Take care now. All right. Bye now. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube